I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like Alex's Bar, Shuckawalla Valley State Prison, and Social Champ. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It is, uh, what is the date today? I don't even know. It is uh, June 10th, uh, 2020. Uh, shit's still going crazy in the States. Um, but I have to say, uh, you know, this is kind of what winning looks like, I think. Like, uh, when you got, you have, uh, you know, people in power starting to actually talk about and actually, like, move forward with real plans to dismantle the police departments. Um, you know, and that's the thing. They're not talking about reforming shit. They're talking about defunding and, uh, basically taking power away from the cops. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, I, I, I'm not going to say what more could you ask for, because there's definitely more you could ask for, but that is, I think, a huge step in the right direction, and, and you got, uh, also mainstream, like, uh, not mainstream media, but, uh, yeah, well, them too, but also just, like, mainstream concepts, like, you got the whole fucking NFL, basically, coming out and saying, you know, we were wrong, like, admitting they were wrong, <laughs> about, like, the peaceful protest that were happening, and they kicked out Colin Kaepernick and all that stuff, um, you know, you know, yeah, lots of people in, uh, in mainstream, I don't know what to call that, like a, like a, it's like a mainstream, uh, piece of America is, uh, coming around to, uh, accept that the, the, these riots and protests are about something important and it needs to change, so that's very good, uh, I think that means, you know, it's, it's, we're in a winning position here, uh, as far as like the Antifa, which is now basically apparently a, a terrorist organization, according to Trump. So that's real interesting how, uh, you know, people trying to organize, uh, uh, protests and a movement against fascism, uh, somehow, uh, <laughs> t terrorists. I mean, a terrorist is somebody who terrorizes some somebody you know like i think the the police kind of fall into that category more now than ever uh and much more than the, uh, antifa does they're trying to organize peaceful protests and uh the police are trying to fucking find any excuse they can to be violent against people who don't like them basically so anyway uh don't want to get too much into that stuff because there's plenty of uh youtube videos and fucking weird news articles to read about it but I'm uh, I'm kind of excited about it, and the weird thing for me though, I gotta say, I don't know if anybody else out there feels like this, but I feel like there's just something else that's coming, and I don't know if it's gonna be like you know like uh, you know, coronavirus when that happened, it was like what really holy shit a pandemic, how could this shit get crazier? And then you know, uh, <laughs> the George Floyd thing happened and it sparked this. Uh, sort of, I would like to call it a revolution, I hope it ends up being that, um, it's definitely a, a big bump in the movement right now that we're seeing, so, uh, you know, I, I feel like, though, that there's something more coming, um, I don't know if it's gonna come out of, like, nowhere, or what, I know I probably sound like some fucking, like, Joe Rogan conspiracy theorist right now, but I, I don't know, it's just this weird, like, un like, I don't know, like, like, you feel it shaking under your feet or something, and uh, you're just waiting for something to happen. Anyway, let's to move on with the show. We got uh, Kyle Kinane on today, and uh, that was real fun to finally get to talk to him. I know Kyle just because uh, from the being a show business basically, but like uh, you know, I'm a big fan of his his uh, 
comedic brand. Um, if you don't know who Kyle is, he's a he's a great uh, comedian. You know, he does stand up comedy. That's kind of his claim to fame. But he also uh, is involved with like uh, you know podcasting and uh, do, doing some. He's he's been in some like shows and stuff. I think the the he's got some Netflix shows that we talk about on the on the on the podcast. Maybe we don't. But anyway, like uh, you know, if you want to find out more about him and his buddy Dave Stone, who's also a great comedian, um, you can check out their uh, podcast, The Boogie Monster, and it's real fun. They've actually been getting into it, yeah, because they just talk about like, uh, well, normally they talk about fucking uh, Bigfoot and stuff like that. It's it's all about like uh, you know conspiracy theories and uh, monsters and stuff. But uh, lately, they, that's kind of gone out the window, and they're really just kind of talking about uh whatever and uh there's a lot to talk about lately so that's uh important and the latest episode i have to say was probably one of my favorites and i don't want to spoil it but uh i just want you to go and check out their podcast because it's great and uh i love them but uh yeah so anyway it was it was real nice to have him on the show finally we kind of know each other like i said through show business just uh him being at our shows and uh us being in the same spaces uh, because of his brand of comedy is kind of like it, it's it's it it lends itself more to like the punk rock aesthetic, I guess. Uh, cause he's kind of like a punk rock dude. Um, I don't know if he like kind of defines himself that way, but he he definitely can be. He he's definitely been known to be at a lot of punk rock shows and whatnot. So anyway, um, I guess we're ju- just kind of fans of each other's stuff, and uh, uh, like hanging out with him, and it was real good to do it. The podcast finally. We, we we were playing like phone tag for like a year or something, but you know, I get it. Uh, people are busy and whatnot. And then quarantine happens and suddenly nobody's busy and everybody can fucking do whatever the hell they want. So it's real good. Um, the producers of the podcast are Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City, Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. Um, yeah, if you want to, uh, become a producer of the podcast, you can get at me at uh, patreon.com slash intruder green. Um, please help me out there. Uh, but at the same time, there's a lot of uh, other causes right now to be donating money to. I've talked about those before on the show and you can check out my social media if you really want to uh, find some of them or just fucking like Google Black Lives Matter cause donations or something um, because that shit is real important and I hope everybody is staying safe but also staying dangerous out there. And I know you know what I mean by that. I will say too that uh, this uh, recording was done a while back, uh, kind of just before I think uh, the, the the protest started, or maybe a little bit before. Anyway, uh, we're, we're, we're obviously we're not talking about the protests and everything in the episode, uh, so maybe you know, like uh, if you're too, if you want to take a break from all that and listen to something that doesn't involve it. Uh, here you go, and if not, you know, maybe wait till later, but to listen to it or just like. Uh, turn it on and let it stream with the volume off so i can still get like money from it yeah all right but anyway uh the intruder green calling line because that's important is plus one six oh eight five three five nine six oh eight hit me up on there about fucking anything and uh i probably won't take your call but i'll listen to your message and uh if it's important i'll call you back uh yeah so without further ado i want the show hello this is a prepaid collect call from intruder green an inmate at Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1.
Ladies and gentlemen, Cal Kinane on the Intruder Green Podcast. All right. What's shaking, Bacon? <laughs> I got dueling uh, I got dueling leaf blowers going on outside. So I oh, don't that's going to sound uh... great. No, I can barely hear it. It's going to sound... People freak out when there's like background noise and stuff on things like this, but I'm like, that's that's atmosphere or whatever. Atmosphere. I think it's great. I'm, I'm at a point now where it's like I, I'm wondering about the priority of having people locked inside, but at least there's going to be somebody outside your window with a gas-powered motor at yeah. least two to three times a day from different angles. That's right. And I'm like, it's supposed to be about crime? I'm going to kill somebody. I'm going <laughs> to kill one of these dudes. Like, oh, you can't leave your house? How about this sound? Yeah. All day, every day. Do you know what a hammer drill is? Uh, the jackhammer, I'm figuring. It's basically, yeah, it's like a jackhammer, but it's it's like a smaller version of it, like a hand-powered drill. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, basically, like, the first the first day of the quarantine started, and I couldn't leave the, you know, the, 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 the shack here. Somebody, uh... Next door started using one of those, and it was just went all fucking day. I mean, you figure you, you picture a regular sounding, you know, power drill, but then it's also hammering. It's yeah, it's basically like a jackhammer. It's wonderful. Yeah, I'm stuck inside. May as well take up all these hobbies I've been ignoring for a while. <laughs> That's right, like building shit with power tools you know in my apartment. Yeah, I've been, I've been meaning to learn the accordion for quite some time. Why not now? <laughs> yeah. We could do a, we should do a Zoom thing where you, you could play the accordion, I play some bagpipes, it'll be good times. Yeah, I'll, all, I'll all tune the most appeasing instruments, everything that's sonically, uh, just sonically erotic is really where I go with what instruments I want to learn. Yeah, it sounds punk as fuck, I love it. Yeah, bagpipes get, get me real horny. <laughs> yeah, why not? Sounds good to me. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh yeah, so I've been tuning into the... The Boogie Monster. I love you guys' podcast because, uh, I don't know, it's 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 real nice. You guys sound really good, too, now that you've been fucking, uh, yeah, that's that's my compliment. It's real nice. <laughs> real nice. Good stuff. Way to go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, It sounds real good now that you're doing Skype, too. It's like, I know that you, I don't know, you say you struggle with the uh, technology and whatever in the 21st century, but I feel like uh, you you guys figured it out. And it sounds real good now. Um, so I appreciate that. Dave, Dave walked me through this one, so I'll throw all that credit to Dave. All Dave's right. the one who understands GarageBand and said, record and just send me the file. And they're like, okay. Hell yeah. The previous four years, I was the engineer on the Zoom, on the Zoom recorder. And it was uh, that's why it sounded like shit for the last four years. So I apologize. <laughs> oh, well, you know, whatever. It's... Uh... It sounds great. It's always sounded great. It just sounds extra good now. I thought it was just because you were in different locations and it was like, you know, people look at that like it's a bad thing, but I feel like, hey, at least you got like better isolation then and everything like that. It's good. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, not Dave drive over to my house once a week. Now he can just sit in his own home and be comfortable. So that's right. Maybe that's it. Everybody's just sitting there. With their balls out doing these things however they want. Nobody's got to worry about like, oh, I got to take a shower and go meet up with other people. So there's a level of comfort. That's but right. The I don't know. The stand-up shows are kind of a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Have you done any of those? Like a live stream stand-up thing? Yeah. And I'm just in my garage talking by myself. And I forget <laughs> I forget that people are watching it. So I feel like I'm just talking to three of my friends. And you know how yeah. you know how you know how like, you can like, make jokes. 
your friends that you can't make in front of strangers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wind up making those jokes. Okay. And I think um, I, I might get canceled after all this. Oh, shit. I think my, I think my career might be over. Oh, well, you know, like everybody's career is over <laughs> right now anyway. I feel like, you know, it almost doesn't matter. Maybe it'll be like one of those, it, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. And once it's over, everybody's going to be like, ah, it was in the Twilight Zone, doesn't matter. Uh, let's go back out on stage. And it'll give a chance for people to reinvent themselves and whatnot. Maybe like... Yeah, I believe that to be true. It's going to happen. And uh, I mean, I'm impressed at your willingness to subscribe to so many uh, surveillance uh, uh, protocols. Yeah. Uh, given, given your nature, you know, you still you keep the mask on, but you're also like, yeah, I'll give uh, whatever this app is uh, permission to use my camera and my microphone. Like now all my devices are listening to me because I agreed to it. That's not, right. That one like that. I even that got doesn't help. I even got that Amazon Alexa. I ask her questions all the time. And uh, basically, she just, every time I ask her questions, she's like, yeah, you want to buy this thing? And I'm like, I mean, I do, but I don't got no money. So uh, how does that work? And then she, you know, whatever. I don't know. Alexa, grab a bank. Yeah. Why Make Alexa more useful. That's what they should do. Maybe you could do that with a different one. You just get arrested for asking it. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm probably on all the lists anyway. Remember, that used to be a thing. People are like, oh, now I'm on a list. People don't even talk about the list that they're on anymore. It's just like, we're all on a list, I guess. You got a fucking camera in your home? People give permission to be on the list. Please use That's my true. camera and microphone. And I'm not going to read any small print. Please, I would love to be on that list. Get what? me on that list, don't. Yeah, I mean, I would say if I ever have to go to court for something, I would be like, I didn't, I, I signed that, but I didn't read it, so uh, it don't matter, and they can't use that evidence against me, um, and to be honest, I don't really know how to read, so, uh, you know, it's all, uh, what do they call that? That, that, evidence you can't use. That's going to be the best defense in, a, in the digital age, is that I was illiterate and couldn't read the fine print. That's right, I think, I think that's the way to go. Uh, honestly, I mean, and if, since I'm from America, they'll probably believe it. It makes sense. I mean, yeah, the accent's helping too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no offense. I don't need you guys. I don't need your kind of trouble. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, you, you want none of this. Oh, um, yeah, the accent. I love speaking <laughs> like this and people telling me, oh, nice Boston accent. And I'm like, okay. I don't know. People, I've, we've gotten the weirdest comments. It's like some people are like, nice Boston accent when we're in Boston. And then they're like, nice New York accent. Nice fucking, we got, somebody told us we had nice Chicago accents. I'm like, the fuck? We're in Chicago. I don't know. I guess we sound like that. But, you know, yeah, people are fucking weird, man. But <sighs> there's a comedian, Danny Callis, and, and he's got a great joke. He's like, I got the kind of accent where people don't think I went to college. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm pretty sure I didn't. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, we got a we got a delay. I think. Yeah, I think you're breaking up a little bit. I don't know. I got problems with the Wi-Fi. I think that's another thing with uh, the Corona crackdown and everything is they. They're making all the bandwidths like smaller and stuff. So when I try to use the Wi-Fi, it's like fails. So I got to use the cellular data, and then that yeah. 
always doesn't work too well either. That's where, like, I, like, I don't want to give too much credit to conspiracy theorists, but I think it's going to be like, oh, everybody's used to slower, shittier internet. And then when this is all over, be like, you know, if you want to pay a little bit more, you could just have the same internet that you had before this started. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like it's all, it's all going to be, uh, I mean, it's no. all going to get, like, turned around, man. Oh, that's, that's not conspiracy. Oh, that's absolutely could happen. I believe it to be true. Cause they, wasn't there a thing where they were talking about doing that anyway with like, uh, keeping the internet free and everything because they wanted to like throttle it to make it slower to to push you into paying better better setup and then but then you got ding dongs that think 5g is what's causing coronavirus so they're like attacking people putting up 5g towers yeah it's pretty amazing right now oh yeah as a as a like as a society we're like you know what these scientists don't know what they're talking about that's right i'm got (laughs) <laughs> I use the internet to figure out that the scientists don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Think about scientists that. scientists are full of shit. I better go with my gut. I better <laughs> go with my uneducated, uh, anti-vax, flat-earth gut. That's um, where the truth is from. Well, no. When you get data from the internet, then uh, it has nothing to do with science. Because, uh, you know, it's the internet. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it was created by God, right? Like, the God created the internet. So that I could figure out that science is bullshit, basically. God gave tools to create internet. It all routes back to God. God oh, yeah, is, that's God right. put the tools around the world for us, for a specific chosen one to find these tools. And I want to know how many people that think 5G is uh, is like going to ruin their lives were trying to read an article about it on Facebook and were angry it wasn't uploading faster. <laughs> But that's like, right off, like i gotta learn how 5g is bad but my internet's so slow if only there was a better way <laughs> uh fuck all right i'll get that 5g just for this just for the chance to uh you know read these articles better and then they're like yeah. converted after that they're like oh shit this 5g is tight and then they're like oh shit i'm brainwashed to think of 5g's i'm part of the problem all right i guess i just uh you know take myself out now Oh, yeah, don't, the only know, way whatever. to get the information fast enough to learn that 5G is evil is to install some 5G poles in your neighborhood to get <laughs> that information to be against it. That's so, right. It's a confusing world out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very confusing world. And, uh, you know, whatever. We're making it through. I think, uh, I, what? I was going to say, have you dis- are you disclosing your location through all this? Is that uh, on the hush-hush? Uh, people know I'm in Germany. Um, that's about all there is to know. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit here, a little bit there, but, you know, in Germany for the time being. Well, how is it? Uh, how are you living out there? Are you enjoying it? Look, get up in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to, but uh, this is the second uh, interv- uh, podcast I've done today. And, uh, you know, it's getting a little hot in here. But, uh, yeah. Heat rash. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's nice over here, you know. It's like, uh, it's one of those things where, and I always say this, but it's like the cops are a lot friendlier here. Uh, you can uh, basically, like, it's, it's, it's a weird thing where it's like because you can commit crimes without having to worry about getting shot, uh, it kind of makes you, like, not want to commit crimes as much because it's like there's less danger involved, I guess, it would be the that main thing. And, or, I don't know, it's less thrilling, maybe. Or you just like, oh wait, the cops aren't so bad. Like uh, they see you, 
see you stumbling around in the street and they're like, oh, hey, we'll walk you home and uh, we're not going to shoot you. Really? <laughs> <sighs> this is so weird. Um, but yeah, since... Uh, Berlin and it felt like everybody, I think maybe it felt like maybe because they, the history of Germany is so aware that now they're like, you know what? Everything's cool. Whatever you want to get into, we're cool with it. I believe that had, to be true. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little problem with intolerance back in the day. <laughs> a little problem. We're, we're just going to let you get into whatever you want to get into. Yeah. They do like to party hard in Berlin. Um, fuck. I actually wanted to ask you about that. What the fuck was the bar? Nah, I don't know. I had a story I was going to share with you for some reason, but it's all gone now because of, uh, you know, reasons. So, uh, yeah, I know how world work, new information comes in, old information goes out. That's right. That's the way brains work. And you wouldn't know that without probably like the internet created by God. So there we are. <laughs> yeah. God gave us guns and the internet. And that's why you're not a Christian. Uh, you probably got to go. That's right. Go to hell. Um, yeah. So you've been telling these jokes that are uh, getting you into trouble. Is that what's leading to these? Uh, I hear you getting like Twitter, Twitter wars going on. Is that still accurate? Cause I, I've been catching up with the boogie monster and hearing all these stories, but, uh, I didn't know if you've, if you've, uh, you know, tamed the fires or whatever, put out the fires, whatever the fucking analogy is. No. Cause you know what the word, like I, I know better. We all know better. Oh, yeah. Why? You're not going to win. I, I guess, you know what? I just, I got offended when somebody like, all right, I, all this stuff has ruined conspiracy theories as entertainment. Yeah. It was, remember when it was just fun and you'd laugh at them like, oh, maybe Bigfoot's real and a bit aliens live under a Walmart somewhere outside of Dallas. And that was fun. It was fun to talk about. Yeah. But now. They're all now people really think they're real and they're taking they're using like storming capital buildings with weapons and it's like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't fun to joke about. There's uh, real idiots out there. Yeah. Like, real <laughs> honest to god dipshits out there oh, yeah. that really think that like Bill Gates is trying to poison, is trying to get make men grow tits with fake meat. And it's like, oh, you really think this? This is like, this is like, you go to bed worried about this instead of like, haha, that's a funny one, you know? Like, oh, bad boy got me pregnant behind a Seven Eleven. Now I got bat children. Like, Weekly World News fun stuff. Like, people really believe in it, and that's frightening. Yeah, like that. I think the the important thing might be to, uh, and maybe we could collaborate on this if you're into it. But like, start a website. Where we make up like more more stories like what you were talking about, you know, I fucking gave Bat Boy a blowjob and uh, now uh, he impregnated my mouth or whatever, and uh, I had more bat babies coming out of my nose or some some weird shit uh, that's totally unbelievable and ridiculous. But uh, like, try to sell it real hard, and like, you know, I in one way we'd be taking it back. To like take back the power or whatever to like the 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 real good conspiracy theories to a to yeah. a better time or you make we could like make a bunch of money people clicking on the websites because they actually believe it because fuck it they're believing all this other shit so why not that yeah I have no problem taking money from idiots I mean I've made yeah. a career on it so hey I <laughs> all right 
Hey, wait, look who got a ticket. All right. But yeah, that's I right. think, well, that, that's the problem is that, that like, that's the disinformation campaign is because then the conspiracy theorists sniff out a conspiracy they don't believe in. Like, that's the one they're using to discredit all this other stuff. They're so, I don't know how bored and hobbyless you have to be to get to that point. Did you see, did you see the movie, uh, is it uh, around the curve? No, the flattening the curve. It's a it's a documentary oh. about flat earthers. Oh, it, that sounds good. It's it's real good stuff. It's uh, they just prove themselves wrong with their own experiments, and every time they prove themselves wrong, they're like, "Our calculations must have been off." It's like, oh yeah, it's so it's like, hard to admit that you're incorrect about something. Right. It's like Nobody the same people who they're, they're willing to like just crash and burn so hard. Instead of being like, well, I was I was wrong about this. <laughs> yeah, They're willing right? to be like, nope, I'm gonna die on this hill. Yes. There's no, like, to to be wrong is more humiliating than to just be a, a a fantastic embarrassment to your whole family lineage. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, I I yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah, same people who like. Uh, what about that guy with the rocket? He was gonna like use a rocket to prove that the yeah. Earth was flat. He died. He, he that's what I thought. Died. Yeah, I thought so. Because of course he did. <laughs> yeah. Post to die. Rest in flat hell. Um, uh, I mean, that's. I'm sorry to be cold, and it's sad if he had family out there. But a guy who he was a limousine driver, and that's how he drove the rocket to the launch site, which <sighs> was just an empty patch of desert. Was well, he strapped it on top of his limousine? All right. Like. In a homemade rocket, who is going to take pictures? I think either he either he may have been the greatest comedian nobody realizes. <laughs> like, and it, well, then he he died for his his passion. Then, well, that's the like thing. Tony Cliff, but as a scientist, instead of a nightclub entertainer, it was like Andy right. Kaufman. Instead of being an offensive nightclub entertainer, is like, no, I'm a fake scientist that's going to prove the world's flat. Yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> Committed the bit so hard he died. <laughs> well, then uh, you know, like if that's a good theory, and then uh, then I kind of like him. But uh, yeah, more likely he was yeah. just a fucking douchebag idiot. But uh, you know, eh, I guess you gotta have those people too. I guess. Um, but as far as like his family <laughs> feeling bad, like fuck them. They should feel bad. They created that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they didn't any stop family him. Had clearly distanced themselves at that point yeah good i mean yeah not just by altitude but by uh yeah right he did that work for him perpendicular distance as well <laughs> yeah social distancing <laughs> all right not at thanksgiving this year oh he's building one of his goddamn trash can rockets again <laughs> yeah. all right i guess i'll see you at his funeral <laughs> yeah pretty much that's right <laughs> uh, yeah i got that's all my fucking notes all right uh, yeah, I don't know. Like every time I think about conspiracy theories, <laughs> I don't know. They my brain fun. melts. What's they were fun until like the people that think Alex Jones is for real. Like, oh wait, what? Oh, that's a guy that you think that's not like just entertainment. That's not just like listen to a, like coast to coast AM on a road trip and listen to people talk about crazy. You think he's saying real things that? Whatever's making frogs gay and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like when did like a a lack of 
intellect and a lack of shame, I think, led us all to this place. Like, nobody's ashamed. Like, like, like nobody's embarrassed anymore. The whole thing, like, I, you know, you'd rather be dead than be proven wrong. Yeah. I mean. Like, you don't want to just look at the earth. The earth is not flat. I was wrong. Instead, you're like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to glue these uh, 50 gallon drums together and, and take my iPhone up about uh, uh, 200 feet, take some pictures, prove to you the earth is flat. Yeah, that's right. People want to just, uh, I mean, that's the thing though. It's like fuck way to commit you know like pfft, i fucking get in a van all the time and drive around a country uh barely scraping by and fucking uh playing music so uh you know i, I could die doing that i suppose doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense that's not a good career option but i do it and uh you know like uh so these people want to do that uh i think it's more destructive than what i do because you know, it's like yeah. that whole cult thing, but, uh, you know, <laughs> they're committing to something, I guess. So I don't know. I'm almost, that's, I'm almost getting drawn over there to side on this conversation now. Shit. Well, I, man, chase your crazy dreams. If, if you're not stepping on other people's toes. Yeah. I mean, I, I could sit here and call you a dipshit, but if, if sitting there and, you know, stapling sheet metal together to make your own rockets going to make you happy. Man, all right. Yeah, I guess. I guess why not? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like when you start taking to the streets and like, oh, I got you know, I'm gonna have to storm a government building with right. uh, with a machine gun because uh, uh, the government won't open up. I'm like, well, yeah, and that's like suddenly yes, you're way you. more special than everybody else, and uh, you know, demanding certain special rights and stuff, and being all like fucking, uh, you know trying to be a modder or something uh yeah that 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 kind of bridges that uh line or crosses that line rather uh i think do you have a mask over the mask right now in germany when you go out is that has that been an issue oh yeah mask, mask yeah we're like real... ma double masked intruder right now or are, are your are, are, are record sales kind of like are you seeing a little bump with the whole mask thing or are they more afraid of you right now I don't know. They should be uh, buying more records. That's for sure. Um, I do have to do the mask over the mask thing because with dumbasses, it's like <laughs> we cover everything except the stuff that matters. I, well, the nose is covered, but like, you know, it's like, fuck. I mean, you can't cover the eyes because then you're fucking walking into shit and it's real hard to rob a fucking store that way, allegedly. But um, you, the fucking mouth, you know, like we could cover the mouth. And we'd look cool then. We would look a lot cooler because we look like ninjas. And ninjas I are like cool. The, you yeah, remember the nineties like when ninjas were cool? Of, of criminal disguises where it used to be just a mask over the eyes. Yeah, that's like, probably what we should have like, gone with. It would definitely be more comfortable. Like the hamburger or something. And then it yeah. went to this whole thing. And then he's got the so. then you get delicious hamburgers too. Well, I guess not delicious hamburgers. You get McDonald's hamburgers. But, you know, like hamburgers, nonetheless. He was, he was only robbing McDonald's hamburgers. He had bad taste. If you <laughs> rob a bank, get money, and buy any kind of food you want. He, right? he was only a thief for those particular burgers. Well, he was a low, uh, you know, he might have wanted other better burgers, but he was, you know, he was aiming low, I guess, you know. My guess is that Burger King had better security. He's, That's he's right. a king. He's got a kingdom. You're not going to get away with yeah, that. Yeah, he got the fucking the Royal Garden shit. Don't want to fuck with those guys. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> fucking hamburglar. So I, I see a backdrop behind you. You're in a desert now. 
And oh yeah, I'm in the wrinkly desert right now. That's that's beautiful. The which desert? To my wrinkly desert. Yeah, the wrinkly what? desert. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, I'm in my 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 sound my sound stage out here. My motion picture studio. It's beautiful. Oh shit. Yeah, I know a guy. I actually he uh. I just did an interview with the guy, like, we were in a movie recently with this guy who does, like, he used to work for Troma, and now he's got his own company, um, and, uh, yeah, he, 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 he could probably do some shooting on your soundstage there, fucking some desert scenes and some, like, Dracula oh, scenes it's, and stuff. It's, uh, 8 by 12. <laughs> you get a lot of major motion picture shit happening out here. Fuck yeah, what you do. There was a masked intruder cartoon that was happening for a while. What happened to that? Ah, uh, fucking, uh, you tell me, bud. Uh, <laughs> it's still out there. Stuff in Hollywood, like everything else, because that's what I'm used to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about it. But honestly, yeah, maybe you should, because maybe some people will hear about it and be like, "Hey, I'm a fucking rich television executive. I'm gonna pay you a shit ton of money for that, uh, even though I haven't seen it." And I'll be like, fuck yeah, you will. Let's do it. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, this contract says uh, I get all the money. And I'll be like, I guess that's cool. Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're and you're criminals. You should be based in L.A. where the rest of the criminals are. And just <laughs> <No>. like <laughs> Here's the make best, it work. Here's the best part of all this, Kyle. I decided I would like to, uh, you know, have a career making music and comedy. So, of course, what better place to move to than Germany for making comedy? You know, where people have a lighthearted attitude towards yeah. music. Eastern Germany, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, really? You're, you're in East Germany? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they say they like comedy here, and I, I believe them because, uh, you know, you know I, I like to believe people. I guess that's why I believe them. I don't know. I, we'll figure it out, though. It's the age of the internet. You know, God created the internet so that I could do comedy in Germany. I believe it to be true. That's what he wants. And then he gave us a pandemic so comedy can only exist on the internet. That's right. That's, this is my chance. I feel like I must seize the moment. Well, I, I guess I am because you're on a podcast finally. All right. We're not bound. We're not bound by any terrestrial borders anymore. We're not bound by concept or time. That's the thing. I don't think we have, we haven't been for a while since, uh, you know, Bill Gates created the internet. No, that wasn't Bill yeah. Gates. Al Gore created the internet. That's right. He invented the internet. Oops, yeah. That's right. Um, so yeah, we're not confined to like physical space no more. We're, we're only confined to like, I don't know, hard drive space, I guess, or like bandwidth space. But well, Earth will be, Earth will be a server farm for, the rich people when they make it to Mars, Earth will just be like Australia, It'll just be a prison planet with uh, <laughs> with uh, server farms built on top of graveyards, and all of us working to cool down the server farms so the rich people can have their Instagrams. See, yeah, the thing about rich people going to Mars that I don't quite buy is that, like, yeah, you could go to Mars, but it's like it's not going to be very cool. Like, it seems like it would kind of suck there. So it's like, no. I would like to go visit it, but, uh, you know, it seems like that's going to be more like Australia as far as like just a barren, uh, barren land, not a wasteland. Australia is pretty cool, but like, I don't know if I was rich, I would be like, yes, I will go visit Mars and then I will come back to where there's lots of water and lush greenery 
and uh, you know, still the peasants that I can make do my bidding. I guess that made sense when before we all had to stay inside and the planet started to actually heal itself. Yeah, <laughs> I guess right? that, like, my theory is a year old when we're all just ruining this place. I live in California. It's going to light on fire in a couple weeks anyway. So we'll that's see what true. Happens. Yeah. Oh God. What's going to? Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, no people around uh, will help the earth heal itself enough that it won't happen this year, and it'll be like, oh. Uh, maybe we should just all stay inside forever. I don't know. It'll go. Every year we get some fire. Every year it'll be fun. Yeah, lots of fun. All right. Well, I'm hope- sorry. It caught me on a weird, not great mood right now. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. Gloom. Yeah. <laughs> guitar players. I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know. You go on some auction site or something, and it's all crap? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because, you know, you got to look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in, like, Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland, to be exact. But, you know, you can uh, get on the internet, and you can go check out their website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life, aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did. Uh, How about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs. Because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff. But chances are you're going to have some leftover. Or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuperedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a Stuperred Merch Company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah. 
uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now, right now, if you go on there and at checkout, you use the code PRISON, you can get 15% off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Well, man, I don't know. I want to know what a night out in East Germany is like. I've only been to Berlin. Well, Berlin is very cool. Um, there's lots of cool clubs there, uh, like Frankenbar. There's the Ramones Museum, um, which is a lot of fun. The fucking flow, the owner there is a real cool dude. Um, I think I went Frankenbar. It was like everybody yeah. who was punk rock had to be the most punk rock. Everybody who was a thing had to be the most of that thing. Like, there wasn't a lot of subtlety. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Germany, not a whole lot of subtlety there. But uh, <laughs> except for with like the, the flavors of their beer, there's, that's where they have subtlety. Because they will tell you that from region to region or like state to state, their beer tastes different because they like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, some places in the U.S. where it's like each fucking city before Prohibition had a fucking their own beer. And it's it stayed that way in Germany because they never had prohibition because they're like, I don't know what these don't these fucking asshole Americans are doing. Uh, but uh, and then they were the assholes. But uh, yeah, all their beer tastes the same to me. I don't know. Um, but they they're like, oh no, it tastes totally different from region to region. And it's all pilsner. It's all light beer. And uh, you know, I just got this. It's an imperial IPA and. The Germans don't really do craft beer, but they're starting to, and it's like it's yeah. not bad. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Do they? Because like, all right, I, I've been to Ireland, and like they get drunk there the way, like it's like they don't know there's a stereotype about the Irish. So yeah. They just keep getting as drunk as they can. And when I was in Dublin, it looked like it looked like every scene from a like a movie about the Vietnam War, where it was like two people holding up a third guy <laughs> in the. <laughs> Walk. And then I'm like, get him into the alley because he was just barfing everywhere. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, England, when I was there, everybody was getting shit faced. They're all getting like, they would all just get drunk after work and then go home at a responsible time, which I kind of like that. Like, you go then you drink, and then you're at home by 9 30. Yeah, well, that's American, like, I'm going to start drinking at 9 p.m. And then go till two, and then get up at seven for work. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that either. I, I think that 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 that's the right way to do it. It's like they call that happy hour, right? The fucking yeah. uh, you get drunk, uh, maybe with some colleagues or whatever after work, and you fucking uh, get to bed at a decent hour. Uh, a meeting with HR the next day because you opened your mouth a little too much. <laughs> right? Happy hour. Yeah. So I think that's the way to go. And uh, you know, once we get back into it. You know, that could be like a refresher thing that we start doing. Also, I got to say what I kind of love about uh, the way restaurants are handling themselves during this time is, uh, you know, you, like some restaurants are still open, but you have to like walk up and just order your shit and take it. And I fucking like that a lot more than like sitting down in some uh, bullshit uh chairs and stuff and paying more i get that uh it puts a lot of people out of work because they're not fucking making tips and stuff as a waiter wait wait staff um but like uh you know like eh, whatever i my favorite place to eat is a fucking taco truck you're not sitting down there you fuck take your fucking food 
Go in your car or wherever. You can blast tunes in your car all you want. Or you fucking go to the shack and fucking sit down on a bench. Have a good time. I don't know. Got a lot of taco trucks in East Germany. Fuck no. We ain't got no taco trucks here. The well, only place you can get... a lot of miles on this truck getting here. Yeah. <laughs> Drive so far. It's <laughs> my truck. That's right. The only place you can get decent uh, Mexican food in Germany is uh, my buddy Crazy Nate's place in Nuremberg. And uh, I will I will say to you, Kyle, if you're ever in Nuremberg again, uh, well, I don't know if you've been there before, but uh, if you ever get there, you got to stop by Crazy Nights, West Coast Mexican, because obviously if you're in Germany, the one, number one thing on your list of things to do is get Mexican food. Every time, every time I travel to another country, I just want to taste how they do American food. Yeah, right? Every time I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't know where I was like Manchester or something. It was like Texas barbecue. I'm like, well, yeah. my dog. That like a good place for this. Like, why not eat with a, yeah, I don't know what Manchester's known for culinarily speaking, but. Yeah. And then when I'm in America, I'm like, man, I need something different, man. I need some Thai food. I got to go out for this. Yeah. Because it's there. Because so why not? Yeah. yeah, I like going, like, yeah, impress me with what you think a burrito is. <laughs> yeah, it's usually kind of like sweet, sweet meat chili, you know. Old sweet meat chili. Sweet meat chili wrapped up in, wow, you got fucking oh, yeah. Blackhawks. Yeah. They're coming to get you. They know you're talking to me. That's... That sounds like some real shit. That's real. Is it going down? Can you hear that? Yeah, absolutely. That's loud as fuck. Yeah, I've been getting some uh <laughs> been some weird military flyovers in old Hollywood right now. Fuck. Maybe it's all really going down. Maybe the zombies are really happening and we just don't know about it yet because What's that? Full Red Dawn style? Yeah, Red Dawn. That's that's when that's the Russians invading though, right? I mean, that could probably happen yeah. too. I w- that, I believe yeah, that. You remember the movie Red Dawn? How Cuba somehow invaded Colorado? Was that what it was? <laughs> I was too young to put together the logistics of that movie. Yeah, but it's, a, it, it's a tough one to swallow. Now, I mean, every I don't know if they were too young, but I'm pretty sure everybody could not put together the logistics of that movie for one oh, reason or another. Not how dying. Uh, nine high school students uh, took over the Russian military in the Colorado mountains. It sounds good to because, me, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was fun watching as a kid, but yeah. Ah, yeah. I believe it. Maybe I'll read my free time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good plan. So, <laughs> you've been reading Dracula? Are you still uh, you still going strong with that? Yeah. Under here. There's Dracula, Dracula under here. Yeah, I see I still that. don't know if Audio podcast or a visual podcast? I'm doing visual things. I don't know if this is going out as audio. Well, you explain <laughs> it. It's definitely... Does anybody do an, a visual podcast? It's definitely audio only. Um, So I didn't mean to what make you feel like you need to be on camera. What's that? All right. I guess my dog my dog coffee mug isn't as getting as much... I'm, I'm trying to fill the pauses by taking big sips out of my uh, novelty <laughs> the, dog coffee mug. There's not even not anything in there, is there? It's just air. You're putting on a show just for me. Thank you. Finished up my uh, finished up my morning coffee here. Trying to read. Dra- I was reading. Hey, I was doing this book reading shit before this pandemic. So all right, your boy here was throwing out garbage internet content long before it was flooded. That's right. 
pandemic style. I was doing this podcast for over a year before it happened. And now, like, like everybody's saying, it's like, oh, everybody in the grandma has got a podcast now. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hopefully it's like a good thing. Cause I heard that it was like supposed to be a good year for that anyway. Um, and now that everybody's cracked down or like, uh, can't go anywhere, they should probably like give me a lot of money for making a podcast. Cause it's real yeah. important. If people could only see visually the effort you've put forth here. All right. Well, okay. Maybe we'll have to. <laughs> nice curtain put up behind you. You got, hey, you got a microphone with the, with the screen on it. That's professional. That's right. And I know there's a way to record this. I just can't figure it out. And it, I feel like I'm probably going to end up like losing it completely there. Now we're recording. Is it recording? Now we're recording? I think I, well, <laughs> we were always recording audio, but now I got the video recording. Yeah. It's starting now, recording. Oh, now it's visual. The technology promises is starting recording. Oh, did you just switch off? Oh, no, there it is. I didn't touch anything. I just see intruder is recording the call. Yeah, there you go. Now, we're, now we got visual. Oh. I'll put this up as bonus content on the Patreon. People definitely want to see our faces. That's <laughs> what really brings them in. I believe it to be true. <laughs> uh, see, you, you're drinking coffee. I'm, you know, we got a nine-hour difference between us, so... Uh, yeah, you're in the you're in the evening hours. I'm on whiskey and beer at this point. It's delicious. I did that last night. I did a, I did about a sixty mile bike ride. Yeah, you did sixty miles. Sixty. Sixty miles. Got out there, baby. That rode seems from, rode really from long. Hollywood to Long Beach and back. That seems really long. Is that long? Like I remember doing like uh, four miles, and that felt long. Like that was an hour or so. No, it took uh, it took about eight hours. Yeah. Hey, we got free time to do to follow up on some crazy ideas. Oh yeah, and it's healthy yeah, and free awesome. time to follow up on their crazy ideas. That's right. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna ride my bike to Long Beach, so I did it. It's it was my ass hurts real bad. Oh yeah, I believe it to be true. It's always fun <laughs> get when it's uh you know like uh, I like to ride bikes. It's fun. I don't I don't do it as much as you do. I hear you go on about it. You know, on, on your podcast, and like, I'm like, damn, that's some fucking hardcore shit. Even though you might not be like super hardcore, but you're definitely more hardcore than me. I just like, in a winter time, and I know it's never really winter time in Southern California, it's always the most beautiful place in the world. But I'm always like, oh yeah, I'm going to sit here and do nothing. And then I get back out on my bike when it gets warm out, and I'm like, oh yeah, that butt fucking hurts. I'm not going to do this anymore. And then I just wait another week, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it still hurts. Probably not going to be riding 60 miles, especially uh, in Germany. Oh, well. There was a – Berlin had, a like, a closed-down airport, so they just turned it into a park but left all the runways. I believe that to be true. Yeah. And so people just out, like, I, like riding – I'm like, I thought that was a really cool idea. Like, oh, I'm just walking – like. What are you gonna walk on a runway? Yeah. And also, like, legally, Germany people like they were having picnics, but they still play techno music. Oh yeah, that's the thing over here. Techno music, they they do it everywhere. The kids are into it. They, they I think it's like it's very German because it's emotionless yeah. and precise, and that's why I think they like it. I think it's just 
the the accuracy of techno music. I There's think no that's like, true. Oh, drummer was off time. It's like no, the machines made this music. It's it's, it's precise. Perfect. Yep, and it's it's reliable. Techno that, music's reliable. Yeah, it's, it's very efficient. Stick. Efficient is the yeah. word you're looking for. I think. Yeah, they love the efficiency of techno music. <laughs> That's absolutely like, right. I'm blanket in the park having a beer, but it's like I'm like, wow, are you fucking relaxing in the summer sunshine <laughs> yeah. with this pneumatic drill noise happening right next to your face? That hey, different cultures, man. Different cultures. It's yeah. That's that's what it comes down to, and uh, you know I've heard there's actually like a decent. Uh, not necessarily punk scene. I mean, there's a punk scene in Berlin just because it's a huge city. Um, actually, yeah, Wild at Heart might be the, might be the other bar you might have gone to. But I heard there's like a rockabilly scene in Germany, and that's pretty cool. Um, cause that's like very What's opposite of techno. Like, yeah, how is rockabilly not just like cosplay racism though? <laughs> like every time, well, like every time I've been to like punk rock bowling. Like, I'm assuming everybody listening to this is aware of, like, the festivals and everything. Like, the fest in Gainesville is just yeah. fun, good energy, and everybody's just there to, like, be excited together as a group. And it's, like, no other music festival that's not, like, drug-based, like some electric daisy car. car. Like, like, techno music is soulless to me, and I think that's the drugs. And I'm not saying that's a negative way, but uh, ecstasy will make you really enjoy a lot of mundane shit. Uh, so I think that's the group mentality. But punk rock bowling is always like the most aggro fucking like leopard print, yeah. giant ridiculous hairdos. And then like rockabilly guys are always like, I got restore my old Chevy and an upright bass in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, there's no black rockabilly guys. That's true. That should... <laughs> Never see you know so a guy like a like a twenty three year old black dude trying to recre recreate nineteen fifty two right now. Yeah, absolutely not, um, Daddy O. What a cool time for us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, which makes me actually now that you bring that up, kind of makes me worry about the fact that it's happening in Germany because as 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 much as uh you know minorities are, are minorities in America. There are even more minorities in Germany. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe the association with it, though. Like, it's also, isn't it huge in Japan? Isn't Rockabilly huge in Japan? Yeah, I think so. I think there's definitely a scene there for it. Um, yeah. But it's like, just take the cosplay part of it. It's just like, yeah. it's just a, it's a costume. Yeah. And I think, honestly. As, as I think. To a guy in a green ski mask. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bud. All right. <laughs> We're all coming. Uh, hey, it's just cosplay. Anyway, I need another silly tattoo to fucking That's make right. sure I'm cool at the show. I know. We're all the same thing. Yeah. We're all. In a way. Yeah. We all got our fucking things. I mean, I, I like rockabilly music. And yeah, that that's the thing. It's like I could never get that into the scene because of exactly what you're saying it was like always oh, this weird like you know tough guys and like a weird like uh, underlying possibly racism going on and it's like hmm i like this music 
I think, you know, slicking your hair back and pompadours are kind of cool, but yeah, something about it is like a little like off-putting. I don't know. Like, like playing the playing the part. It's 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 like when you like you know, like, "Oh man, are you looking at my chick?" Like, <laughs> yeah. You have an iPhone in your pocket right now. Let's get over like let's accept that it is the year that we live in. I remember going to a car show and seeing like people that were like they were gonna get like in a rockabilly gang fight. All right, yeah. I'm like I want switchblades. I better see some switchblades. I don't want to see anybody with their iPhones out taping this because that would not adhere. Yeah, that would to be the, wrong. The scene. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, you gotta keep it real, like a Renaissance fair, and like collect the collect the cell phones at the gate. Be like. No blades, no bows, no fucking cell phones, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're just playing, like, you, it, like how far into character, like, how far into your cosplay LARPing character that are would, you? I, I, oh, see, now I want to take it all away and actually do that. Like, I know some guys who do, like, tabletop. Uh, you know, do you know Sam Russo? He's, like, on Red Scare and stuff. Yeah, you know Sam um he's been doing uh this uh saturday morning coffee thing he does uh like a live instagram live thing um yeah it's a lot of fun but uh he's been doing a thing i don't know if he actually does a live stream of it but he's got like a one of those uh it's like a book where you can do uh like a rpg ninja turtles thing which i think is even cool way cooler than uh dungeons and dragons but i would love to do that as like a rockabilly game where you'd like, oh, I got my fucking switchblade and my pompadour is bigger than yours, so I get like extra wizard powers or some shit. And then you gotta well, like pimp out your you got, your lowrider and got stuff. Caught, got caught by the cops and sent to juvie, and they cut your hair. Go back ten spaces. That's right, shit like that. I think is a good idea. It's it's a brilliant oh, no. idea. They threw my car in the impound lot. What am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you lost. You lost drag racing or something. Yeah. yeah, fucking dragging for slips for pink pink slips. No, that's when you get fired. I don't know what kind of slips they got for cars. But they were they were close they were close to that. Like I, it always felt like the West Coast punk rock guys are always like image image before scene kind of thing. Well, yeah, but I'm I mean, sure somebody can give me a bunch of shit, and I'm sure I'm wrong. And I'm, uh, I'm making a generalization, but. Oh, Vegas, yeah. What's Las Vegas? Las Vegas has already got to be a thousand percent. Like whenever you go, like you've played enough places where like this is the most rough and tumble, dirtiest bar that's ever been. You're like every city has one of these. Yeah, Literally exactly. Every city has like the bar that's got to be the rowdiest, like the double down saloon. Like we're the gnarliest bar you've ever been to. It's like you're a vacation spot. Every yeah, city right. has one. Of yeah, every city has this bar. That's right, and not at, like a photo opportunity, but because they're actually filled with scumbags. <laughs> That's right. And I will tell you, uh, the 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 rowdiest bar I ever been to was in fucking Cleveland. You ever heard of a place called Now That's Class? Yeah, that Sir, fucking place yes, is I'm great. Play, I played Now That's Class. <laughs> you you played there? Yeah, yeah. I that, love that place. That feels like a like. There's something like there's something government happening, and it's the only reason the health department hasn't shut it down because <laughs> it's like, government it's like or uh, you know mafia, whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it feels like it's, it's only there to keep people away. Cause like the men in black operate from the basement or something. Oh yeah, like, that's, that's right. It's so disgusting. It keeps uh, prying eyes away. That's right. It, I'm so, pretty sure we've never played a show there. We played there at least like four times. Uh, uh, I don't think we've ever played a show there where there wasn't a fight and, uh, you know, uh, you know, people buying Mad Dog 50-50 at the bar for five bucks. Oh, yeah. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, I've wound up there. I think some of the other places, I miss a place that closed before this was the Star Bar in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Which was a good, wasn't so much rowdy as much as it was just a, like a place that's a dive bar that has not been constructed to be as one. You know, oh, yeah. people try to manufacture a scene so much. It's like it either is or it isn't. You can't. Chicago is always good because there's a bar. You know, there's four bars at every intersection, and yeah. one of them's gonna be a total shithole. <laughs> so there's there's plenty in Chicago. There was Carol's Carol's on the north side before the frat guys took over. Had a, a live country western band. That you would just uh, get a piece of fly paper up and you just stick it back to it and request a song. They do every country western song you can come up. And uh, that's the first place I figured out that crack had a smell because the bathroom smelled. So that was interesting. Wow. Anyway. That's amazing. I didn't even know crack had it. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Crack has a smell. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's how you found out crack has a smell. That's a good story. <laughs> um, at, the, at the bathroom of the country western. Ah, shit. I'm losing you. Did you lose me? I'm still here. Yeah, you're still there. Uh, Maybe just a little delay. Might let it catch up here a minute. Oh, all right. I'm oh, God stealing damn. my neighbor's internet anyway. <laughs> See, just in, in the spirit of this, my neighbor's internet. Yeah, that's right. I'm very proud of you. Thank you for doing that, just for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what? I might take it uh, off video no, because I feel it, like that's, back that's around? dragging it. I feel like it's uh, making its drag. So uh, well, yeah, here we go. I don't know. Maybe this will sound better um, because the whole time it's like if I talk, you're not coming through. But now it might be good. All right. And I don't want to keep you too long. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's like noon one your time or something. So uh, I'm sure you got some like daily bullshit to get into. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Middle of a Thursday here. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, but I did want to ask you at least one more thing, unless there's anything you want to bring up. Um, crime Shoot. stories. Do you got any? Crime stories. Yeah. Crime, crime stories. I think the best crime story I got is about, uh, I've, 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 I've done, uh, I've, done, I've never done, uh, I've done overnight in the drunk tank twice. <clears throat> and one was for a DUI that I'm not proud of. I made a mistake. But oh the yeah, other one but you made a whole album about stole, that. What's that? Didn't you make? Didn't you make like a whole uh, album about that? Or like that was like the name of one of your? Uh... I'm still gonna, yeah, I'm still gonna make jokes about all of it. Oh yeah, of it's course. Still, uh, yeah, I'm still gonna see it, 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 That's why I figured if I can make enough jokes about getting my DUI, maybe I could write off the whole thing as a business expense. Absolutely. Make jokes. About it. If you want to go real scumbag. I'll try to write off my DUI lawyer as a tax deduction because I made jokes about it. Yeah, that's right. As I said, like, okay, I, I didn't, uh, it's a dumb thing. Don't, you don't have to do it. Uh, I, I didn't crash. I didn't uh, hurt anybody. So I got lucky. I just got, I just got pinched. <clears throat> but um, I did, uh, I was, I was, 
the dumbest thing that ever happened was that was I was 19. We were going. I was like Halloween time. Yeah. And uh, we were going to uh, we were going to Halloween parties around in Chicago. I was with my roommate, and uh, he was stealing a bunch of stuff, but just stuff we needed for our room, like paper towels and like plastic forks, like like party supplies. Yeah. And he was in his coat from all these parties. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was like pretty harmless. It wasn't really valuable stuff, but he was taking all this shit. And then we're we're leaving this party, and he found a sombrero. So he's trying to wear the sombrero out. Oh yeah. Uh, and that, the host of the party was like, "Hey, that's my hat." You can't take it. And we're like, oh. Okay. So I'm, I was just like, well, you should probably take something else then. Because, you know, Cause, we're yeah. going to get a sombrero now where there's a void. Right. So so he stole this, like, it's like a two-foot by three-foot mirror off the wall that had, like, a sailboat print on it. Like, cheap hotel decorations. It was a college apartment. Was, and these were not valuable decorations. Yeah. Walk that off the wall. And then we're going to the same door past the same woman who caught us with the sombrero. <laughs> Well, stop us now. Like maybe she'll see that this is funny. That now we're trying to steal an even larger item from the apartment. And instead, this time she's like, "Oh yeah, that door sticks. You just got to pull on it." We're like, "Okay." And we did, and we got out and we ran down the stoop, (laughs) and uh, we started running down the street. We're like, "Oh man, it's hilarious! He stole that mirror." And then we just heard, "Freeze!" (laughs) Wow. uh, There's just a bunch of cops out front waiting. They were going to break up the party anyway, and then we ran out. Uh, just looking like the most <laughs> criminal activity we could. And so my buddy chucked the mirror, which is bad, because I don't know if there's bad luck tied to a broken mirror. Yeah, right? He dropped the mirror, which broke, and then uh, they caught us uh, for that. But then the worst is that they, they busted the party. So everybody's leaving this party <laughs> as we're getting arrested in front of everybody. But they're patting my, they're patting my buddy down. And his coat's just filled with, like, napkins and balloons <laughs> and shit. And all this stuff's just falling out of his coat and blowing down the street. <laughs> like, all this dumb shit that he had stashed. And, well, everybody's leaving. Like, this is what you guys... So they think we're just being arrested for stealing napkins and plastic forks. That's great. And and then they threw us in the, they threw us in the car. And the gal came out and she's like, that mirror cost me $1.50 at a garage sale. And now you're going to jail. She was mad that they broke up her party anyway. Oh, yeah. So she she signed the papers. And then we got, uh, then we went to the, uh, I don't know which, it was like somewhere on the west side of Chicago. Because it all went down by a UIC. Oh, yeah. But the words like, you know, if you go, like they gave us our own cell. So it was me and my friend drunk in a cell. And we were going through like a pretty big social distortion phase at the time. So th- we thought we were just like earning our stripes. Oh, you know? yeah. You're prison bound to some shit. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, man, we're really like, especially I was kind of going through my own rockabilly thing around the same time. So I'm like, <laughs> finally, a little bit of street cred. <laughs> and but then I, I got out before my friend, like, you know, you sober up the next day and then you're ashamed because, you know, you. You know you're a good person and you love your mom and then you're like, oh god, now I've been to jail, and so that's a thing. But I got back to campus, uh, back to UIC, and I had my little Chicago Police Department bag with my shoelaces and my belt, which I'm sure you're familiar in Truder Green that they yeah. take away uh, anything that you might use against your own person. Yeah, super you- familiar with all that. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So I had my big uh, my big plastic bag that said Chicago Police Department on it. And I got back to campus. I was just going to the Taco Bell on campus in the cafeteria. And uh, everybody else is hung over from Halloween parties and everything. So everybody's there. And I'm like, yeah, ask me what happened. I got a pretty cool story. Yeah. Thinking like a, like a pretty badass dude, you know? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Uh, police department. Yeah. What, what, what did this bad boy get into? I don't know, ladies. Stop by. Ask me some questions. <laughs> get to know. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm finally interesting. I've got a story. Uh, but then I, it wasn't because I was in line at Taco Bell and the guy working at the Taco Bell, seeing my, uh, my Chicago police department bag just goes, Oh man, you're the dude that raped those chicks last night. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess there'd been a a string of sexual assaults on campus. Oh, so he wasn't even joking. He was, Oh shit. No, not joking. And I'm sitting there walking around with a police department bag after a string of sexual assaults happened. I was like, what? No, I just I grabbed my Taco Bell and then ran back to my room. <laughs> yep. That's good choice. Later. That like, was the I one good that. choice you made. Yeah. So anyway, there's, my, there's, my, there's one of my crime stories. All right. I love it. That's a good <laughs> crime story, and I appreciate you telling it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time on this wonderful uh, e- uh, afternoon. Is it for you? Yeah, it's got to be. At 2 p.m.? Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the Intruder Green podcast, though. Um, if, if you ain't got nothing else, uh, you know, I think you want to let people know where they can, like, get your stuff and everything, because obviously that's real important. You need to get that shit out there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all, I mean, my name's Kyle Kinane. If you Google it, you'll find what you're looking for. I, 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 I don't think, you know, if, if you want it, it's out there. <laughs> And if you yeah. got to thieve it, I understand. And I feel you'd endorse that true to green. I, I feel like I do not. Do you do you oppose people thieving the stuff now? Now that it's a different uh, environment, thieving. I, I don't know what you mean by that. Thieving stuff. I fucking love thieving stuff. That's like what. Well, I how do, how would you take it if somebody stole all the records from your merch table at a show? Oh, what, is I it would crime on top of crime like. Commit crime, but if you commit crime against me, I'll commit crime against you. Yeah. Or you have to, by nature, uh, uplift and celebrate the youngins uh, taking up a life of crime. Well, luckily, uh, you know, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, what do they call it? Honor among thieves or some shit? Or like, uh, there, there ain't no yeah. honor among thieves. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, you fucking steal up our shit. We're going to come beat the shit out of you. Um, you know, or more likely, uh, our, uh, merch guy, Dave will come after you and, uh, you don't want to fuck with him. He's, uh, he's, uh, Croft McGaw some people in the pit before and it didn't turn out too good for them. Uh, so, you know, it's like, we're not tough guys, you know, we don't like, uh, confrontations and stuff, but, uh, you know, we got to protect our shit. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was celebrated or if it was looked down upon. <laughs> no, don't steal a shit. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> Like if a kid was like stealing shirts and then he'd be like, but come on, guys. Yeah. We'll be like, yeah, come on. Where's your money? The shirt has people stealing shit on the shirt. Oh, you might might find yourself in a tough situation in court one of these days. That's true. Uh, It could be like, yeah, that whole small print situation. But (laughs) 
Or maybe we'll just turn it into like a joke where you know, like he's making a joke and then we're like, okay, now it's our turn to make the joke. And we just fucking, you know, hold him down and take his fucking money and then say like, all right, let's see. You got a hundred bucks in your wallet. You took uh, a couple records. I'd say we're even. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, makes sense. I've been curious about that for a while, How what the ethics were there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we do... We do music and crimes, all right? And both of those <laughs> things, uh, we're trying to make money. So, uh, you know, like we do, more, we do make more music, or we make more money with music, then we don't have to do so many crimes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's vice versa or whatever. So, therefore, it's like buy Mast Intruder merch, save Mast Intruder. That's not, well, yeah, keep us out of prison at least. I mean, fuck a yellow still in prison. I think. I don't know. Haven't heard from that guy in a while. But, you know, I'm pretty sure he's still there. Pretty sure. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like you want to see us on tour? Fucking buy our shit. Fucking uh, give us money. Because, uh, you know, it takes money to make money. And, uh, well, nobody's touring right now anyway. So, fuck it. Uh, just pay attention to uh, us. And uh, give us money. And then, <laughs> when this is all over, we'll promise we'll come, like, uh, play your birthday party or some shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's been a pleasure kyle and uh yeah um thank you for coming on the podcast i uh, hope uh i'm looking forward to you know i always love listening to boogie monster and uh hopefully we get to hang out again soon um one of these days when this is all over yeah in person good times looking forward to it hell yeah all right man i will talk to you later be good green <laughs> and that's it for the intruder green podcast i want to thank kyle again for being on it you can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Intruder Green. The Intruder Green calling line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the show. Produced, the Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting squeak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Typhro. Fuck the police. I am, oh boy. All right, now I'm ready for oh, video. Yeah, I'm, it's look real us, dark right. here though. We look great. I never, I haven't done video on this thing yet bef uh, before because I'm usually like standing up and it's a weird situation. But I just figured it out. We're figuring it out, Kyle. It's great. I mean, it's a button. Whoop! Whoa!